You are tuning in to Let's Talk Careers with Sarah. I am aired every Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. In this show, I talk about career advancement, resume revamps, interview expectations, how to stand out from the crowd, how to brand yourself, and skills you need to become a CEO. All of this is on Armed Radio on my show, Let's Talk Careers with Sarah, exclusively on TuneIn Satellite and the Armed Radio Network. Hello, hello, and welcome to Let's Talk Careers with Sarah. I am here every Wednesday discussing about careers, and today I'm going to have a special episode that is only for Q&A. So that means if you have questions, you can really text me on uh, Messenger, Let's Talk Careers with Sarah on Facebook, and I will be able to answer them on my show. So I have a candidate and I have several candidates who have sent me their questions and I am here to answer them. So stay tuned. Here is a candidate asking me a question. Um, I have done my PhD in computer science. Currently, I'm looking for a job. I am open to both industry and academia. I have just started applying for jobs, but so far I have not received a single response. That is the reason I want to evaluate my resume by a professional. So, uh, Mary, this is a very typical question that I hear over and over again. We only focus on education, which is credential, but we forget that qualifications is not just the credentials, but also other skills. So here, while you graduate, there are, there are basically obstacles in your way, thinking, how am I going to get a job that I will be able to... Um, have my skills you know or i could just learn on the job stuff like that this is basically where it stems from is just to have your skills evaluated and what i do in a discovery call is i evaluate skills your credentials your eval basically your knowledge your experience and based on that i will be able to navigate and map out your career path and I think I had an episode about that that is basically talking about how you can map out your um, you can map out your uh, career path and this is basically not really hard to do you can do it yourself just thinking about how you are what what weaknesses you have and what strength you have and that way you will be able to focus more on your strength and not your weakness to have a phd is great but it doesn't mean anything to some people because i mentioned more even in my group let's talk careers inner circle on facebook there was a custodian basically there was a, a person who was basically having a phd in chemistry and what happened was he was working for 80k a year in California and then in New York 
and now he's retired and he has no other jobs to do he cannot go back to his uh, field and he's a custodian right now doing $15 an hour so focusing on education is great I don't want to discourage you but I just want to say that to have a PhD is great but expect to get an entry-level position because you don't have the right skills I don't want you to go to an entry-level position because it's not fair you've been giving your life almost all your youth in order to graduate with uh, the right knowledge with the right education like you say academia but if you don't have the skills then you need somebody professional like me in order for me to help you and the way to reach out to me is on facebook let's talk careers with sarah or on instagram let uh, sarah yusupov 10x or you can email me let's talk careers with sarah at gmail.com so to map out your career life i have it on episode 8 you can go to anchor.fm uh, forward slash Sarah Yusupov, S-A-R-A-Y-U-S-U-P-O-V, and you will be able to see the episode there and hear about it, and you'll learn so much. So, next candidate, uh, Daniel, I am looking to make a transition into a more creative role like copywriting and advertising. Um, it sounds like a fun place to start with. Uh, marketing and advertising, copywriting, it all takes about creativity and a lot of patience. And again, like I said to Mary, if you have the skills necessary for editing, publishing, and for uh, copywriting, then that will be the right place to start and the way to do it is just highlight the qualifications highlight the the exact qualifications that the job posting is asking for so majority of the copywriting will be about creativity about the communication styles uh, writing styles and you have to provide portfolios a portfolio is necessary especially when you want to write when you're in the creative side so you have to start writing blog posts, you have to start writing articles on LinkedIn and um, write about some content marketing because content marketing is copywriting. And the more you are out there pro like showing yourself as a copywriter expert, you are more likely to be considered for the job. If you are somebody who has no Facebook, who has no um, content, who is, who is not active on LinkedIn, it's not going to be easy because as a recruiter i'll tell you you can give me a resume but my job is to exactly filter the right candidates because everybody gives resumes but i it will be my job as a recruiter to filter out and pick the best candidates so how do i filter out and i'm sure every uh, recruiter does that is just looking around on social media i'm just gonna google up your name your last name and i want to learn as much as i can about you if i don't find information about you on social media it's going to be very hard for me to determine who you really are thinking about your writing styles i want to read your content thinking about your copywriting style i want to know what co what copies have you done before even though it's not your official job maybe you did as a freelancer I want to learn and see your style. I don't care if it was a real job or a hobby. 
I want to see how it's going to affect my company in order for that to work. So this is what you have to see in your mind. What is exactly you are benefiting? So let's say I'm a pharmaceutical company, right? And you are applying for a copywriting position. I want to see what kind of products you are describing, what kind of products you are selling. I want to know. So when I call you for an interview, I want to hear about it. I want to hear the results you brought to the table. So think about this. Transitioning is not is not hard. It's just you have to do it right with the right person who can do it. And a lot of resume writers are not aware of it. You can write resumes, you can copy paste them, but it's not the same when you have a professional guiding you through and say, listen, this area where you were working two years ago has to be more highlighted than your current position because you're transitioning now to something else. So that relevant position was about two years ago. So I think you should emphasize on that. I will be able to guide you and tell you exactly what needs to be done. Now, you will be able to see me in person, actually, if you are not available over the phone or virtually. I'm going to be in New York and uh, I have... um, I have a workshop coming up called Career Readiness Workshop, and it's basically for every level of position, whether it's transitioning, whether it's leave of absence and you're coming back to workforce or you had a gap or uh, whatever reason that is, I'll be able to guide you exactly what is it that you are lacking in your current resume and how to fix it. You will have two hours with me. So it's a group of coaching and you will learn so much. You will have materials, you will have the resources that you can apply over and over again for the rest of your life. So you will not need to hire a coach or resume writer ever again. So I will also teach you about how you can optimize your LinkedIn, how you can make sure that your profile looks exactly the way you want them to look. And I don't mean about pictures. I'm talking about the information you want people to read about you, the information you want to give out, what to post, what not to post, the cover letter. I'll give you some templates. I'll give you some script to to type over the email. I'll give you some, it's so many information, interviewing skills, what to say and what not to say. When they ask you these questions, this is what they mean. You understand? All of these things are going to be in my workshop, which will be August 20. 2019 and if you are not able to attend on that day and i'm sure everyone has a life and um you will be able to add to be added to my um members only paid members only facebook group and you will be able to live stream the workshop so while you have questions or you have other other things you want to say i'll be able to read it out loud and answer you at the same time so we are not going to be at all um you know leaving you empty-handed all the materials will be emailed to you if you want them mailed i'll mail them to you so you are going to be ready for the workshop and whatever questions you have like i said are going to be answered so i'm looking forward to see you there So here's the candidate who is um, saying, uh, Marsha. Marsha says, I'm a real estate lawyer living in New York, but I've primarily been doing real estate work based out of Seattle 
for the past two years. I'm looking to transition into a role based in New York, preferably a role with a stronger emphasis on transactional work to utilize my legal background. So the good news, Marsha, is that a lot of bankers are actually looking for someone like you. Bankers in New York, there are so many banks around uh, here in New York, so you will not have a problem with that. The only thing you will have to emphasize more on transactions, how you were uh, helping with that, and anything related to finance. Uh, real estate is a fun place, but it's also challenging with all these competitions going on. But you will be able to transition only if you have any anything to do with finances, anything to do with money, in order for you to uh, transition to that role. If you have questions, I'm looking forward to them on Facebook. Let's talk careers with Sarah. I want to hear about your your challenges and I want to answer them. And I want to help you out to get out of this uh, stuckness that people say, I'm stuck at work. I have all these questions. I have nobody to turn to. So I'm here to guide you, to help you and really answer all of your questions. So next candidate is actually a, um, associate client management and is um, here's what he says I recently left my previous role and would like to make my resume stand out to recruiters and or employers now leaving your previous role is um, is fine um, to make your resume stand out I need to know exactly what exactly you're looking for is it to continue your position or is it to uh, basically transition to something else um, I could certainly make it stand out no matter what position that is that you are looking for um, I've been referred to making SM hashtag million dollar resume so the results are gonna be phenomenal if you are interested to exactly get my services you can reach out to me on facebook let's talk careers with sarah and we'll just take it from there now i want also to explain that getting a resume is nothing to do in getting a job a resume solely does is like i said over and over again is to get you interviews nothing else so if you're assuming you got an interview but you still didn't get a job it's the resume's fault it's not and i said it last week and i'm saying it over and over again that a resume's job is to land you interviews so if a resume gets you a hundred interviews but still no job it's not the resume's fault it's about your skills are lacking in interviewing skills so there are certain things that needs to be addressed it's either you're not saying the right thing or you are saying too much or you are complaining or you are not really uh, showing your professionalism and what i say that i had interviewed one candidate a year ago and he the the, the reason i remember it's because it was an outstanding example and I never had it before. The resume was professionally written and I could tell it's not the person who did it. It was for a custodian job. And that person, I, I, and I see that that person really invested on a professional resume writer. 
somebody who wrote also a professionally cover letter. It's not the layout, it's just the words that were written were very perfect English, perfect grammar, no mistakes and in spellings and basically it was flowing from one sentence to another. It was absolutely what a professional resume does and I could tell he invested on a professional resume writer. Now, it's not, it doesn't mean that because of that resume he will get a job. And it doesn't mean because of that resume, he's not going to get a job. Because it's not about the resume, it's about the person. What strikes me about the person, he, the way he talks, it's not the same way that was written. It's not the same way as a professional writer. It's completely different. And I could tell he has a heavy accent and he has pretty much uh, new some interviewing skills. He knew what to say, what not to say. He knew how to... Uh, when to stop when it's overboard when it's just if, like um knowing the cues of when to continue and when to not and when not to and that is a skill that only a coach can really teach you and i realized that this person has really invested in this and i wish all candidates would be like that but it doesn't mean that because of his resume, he didn't get a job. He told me on the spot, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in the position. I thought it was full-time, it's part-time, you know, but thank you, thank you for your time. So this kind of, uh, this kind of experience, I want all my candidates to have. And by yourself, let's say this person would come on his own, with his own DIY resume, with his own DIY style of, you know, answering questions, he would definitely not pass that. He would be looking for jobs like I have other candidates who are 18 months since graduation still don't have a job. It's because they don't know. They don't know how to find a job. They don't know the strategies. They don't know what to expect. And I said it before, even last week, that in my last episode that even you think you've been a freelancer and you want to get into a workforce you've never been in an interview you will never know it's easy to say oh i know how to answer questions well it's not that hard but it is hard because to answer questions is one thing but to figure out exactly why they're asking the question is another thing so that person is a freelancer, still don't have a job for two months already. And this is all because she believes in her own abilities and she thinks she can do it. But a coach is there to help you, guide you, and to get a job as quickly as two weeks. Not two months, not 18 months. So with that being said, I'm going to continue with the questions. Um, here is a question from another candidate. I am an ambitious software developer who has been working for two years and I'm already leading an enterprise-wide group of, at my company to help support other young professionals. I'm currently finishing up my second year of three-year rotational program and I'm trying to figure out whether I want my career to progress as an individual contributor or pursue the management route. This candidate actually is going to uh, be my client soon because we've been chatting about it 
on LinkedIn. This is basically um, companies right now are outsourcing. And the reason they're outsourcing is because they are, it's much cheaper to have and from over the sea, oversee, you know, employees instead of having somebody from here in New York, in US, unfortunately. However, because they're new management uh, who are buying the companies out, this is going to be a lot of changes happening and you need to be ready. It doesn't matter even if your company is not going through that change yet, but one day they will. And as I see from lots of candidates who are telling me that they are moving out to Florida, moving out to North Carolina, moving out to other states because the change is happening and it affects their financial stability. And if you don't have those changes, you are lucky because one day you will. And we all should be ready about this. Be ready with a resume, with a LinkedIn, have a strong portfolio. And whenever the company is deciding to say, um, I don't know, John, unfortunately, in September 2019, you're not going to have this position anymore. So you have a choice what you want to do. Do you want to take a position that pays about 30% less or you want to just leave? So this can happen anytime and to anyone, and I'm not gonna be surprised if it does, then you should be ready and get a job that uh, with a resume, with the techniques, with the skills, with whatever you, your coach is gonna teach you in order for you to nail it. So this is just answering the question here. It's just, um, knowing what to expect if you want to be in a management route then i would suggest for you to be um to emphasize more on leadership skills on leadership skills if you want to be an individual contributor that's another word of saying of saying a freelancer or independent contractor so i would say that those contracts perhaps may not last long if if you want for a steady income then I would just say you need to pursue the management route and that way you'll be, you will have not just uh, st financial stability but you'll have the benefits and you will have new skills you know that you can utilize and learn as needed. I'm going to take a short break and we'll be right back. I'm looking forward for more questions on Facebook Let's Talk Careers for Sarah um, and I'm ready to answer all of them. Oh, it hurts that you're not using smarter tools to manage your business. You work too hard to work this hard. Collecting receipts? Is it the 80s? Does anybody have a mixtape I can borrow? You should be chasing pets, not chasing payments. QuickBooks gives you a sweet set of business tools that'll do all the hard work for you. You make room corgis, but you don't have to work like a dog. You earned it. We're here to make sure you get it. It's time to get yours. QuickBooks, backing you. Now, this question that a candidate is asking right now is basically what I hear all the time. I want to have a resume that represents me better. 
okay and it says i have one that is basic and has employment title and basic job description but that isn't professional and i agree with this candidate i agree a resume is not all about employment your title uh, job description it's not about that a resume is basically about your skills your experience your expertise nothing to do with the job description what i told one candidate that i spoke about two weeks ago you have a resume in front of me and i could tell it was copy and paste i could tell exactly like let's say you have a job posting and the way the job posting is outlined is starting with introduction of the company and then it's the responsibilities and then the qualifications and those responsibilities were copy and pasted on the resume and i could tell i could tell it was copy and pasted so when i did the evaluation i said this resume is copy and pasted you will never ever get an interview with that you will never get a job like that you think you know how to write a resume and you don't because all you do is mistakes mistakes and mistakes that's not how you write a resume it's not copy and paste from a job posting responsibilities and pasting it in your resume it's not how it's gonna look the layout was awful it was too many fonts it wasn't one font at all i could tell some fonts were bigger sizes some fonts were smaller sizes you need really a lot of uh, revamping to do and that candidate got offended because i said the truth i said this is not gonna fly you will need a professional writer and it's not because i want to make money out of that it's not because of that i actually said to some candidates you have a perfect resume you don't need you don't need to change anything she had already hired a professional writer to do it and i said the layout is good the fonts are good the wording is good and she would say she would still not get a job and unfortunately it's not a resume it's not a resume it's you and you need to know the skills how to pass those interviews you need to know what to say you need to impress you need to impress with your with your way of talking so like i have several candidates actually that i was speaking to one said i hate when they tell me tell me about you i don't know what to say i'm like of course you don't you you are only 19. you don't need to say about your life i i, I don't want to hear about your life i want to hear about your goals your careers about your ambitions what is it that you are looking for when i was looking for a job for myself before becoming a coach a recruiter was in front of me and she was telling me tell me about yourself and i would say well i like she no, she did not she did not ask me about tell me about yourself she said what is your goal in five years and i said i looked at her in the eyes and i said my goal is to have your position just like you have right now First, I said to myself, oh my God, what did I just say? This is so ridiculous. I'm like, I'm not going to get a job like that. She said, well, you know, you were actually uh, looking for a sales position, but we have an opening for uh, recruiting training. 
and I think you'll be fit for that position. And I was shocked. She was basically helping me out to reach my goal for her position. And that was fabulous. That was fantastic. Because if I wouldn't have said that, I would never be where I am right now. It's only important to know what exactly to say and what's not to say. I had this candidate that I'm talking about, this freelancer, over and over again, when she was talking about her life. Tell me about yourself, about her life. I have a daughter, I have a dog. Nobody cares. It's not relevant to the, you're just wasting my 20 minutes time talking about yourself. That is not relevant to the job. I want to know about your skills, your career path. What is your career journey like? What is it that you are looking for? How did it turn out to be? What is your achievements? What is it that you are doing that will get you there? All of these text factors. So you need to be exactly where you want to be by just stating it out loud. I want this. I want that. And this is my goal. That's why I'm here. When she said, I am looking to open my own daycare, and she was 19 when she said that, I was shocked. I'm like, wow, she had, she's ambitious and she's doing the right thing. Anyway, so let's move on with questions. So one candidate is saying, I'm looking to transition from owning my own business for five years to working for a company. Unfortunately, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. You are having your own business and it doesn't work out and now you sold it and you want to have a steady income and uh, the good news is you have a lot of uh, entrepreneurial skills you have a lot of leadership skills marketing skills uh, lead generating skills um, some accounting skills budgeting skills so all of that I would say you can get into a C-level position and you you can choose exactly where you want to be. Do you want to be a vice president? Do you want to be a president? Do you want to be a um, chief executive officer? Do you want to be a chief financial officer, chief sales and marketing officer? All of these positions are basically you are qualified for. Going to a resume writer they will not be able to guide you through that. It's not how it's gonna work. A coach is gonna actually assess your skills and based on the assessment, they will write the resume and based on the resume, they will guide you, guide you on interviewing skills, what to say, what not to say, guide you some job strategy skills, guide you how to network on LinkedIn. I have even human resources uh contacting me to help them with their resumes to help them with their career coaching because they are not happy with what they are they see a lot of resumes but they don't know themselves how to write they do the hiring process but then they themselves don't know what to say at the interview so that's what kind of shocking that is i have writers who came to me and needed help um needed help with their resume when i looked at their resume it was just a joke always listed is their articles names and when they were published i said this is good but only for portfolios not for a resume a resume needs to be highlighted your writing style your writing skills editorial publisher you have to know exactly what to say because 
the names of the articles are not going to be passed in the ATS system. ATS system is not recognizing articles. It's not recognizing authors. It's specifically programmed to highlight specific keywords. So based on that, I was able to help the writers, the human resources candidates. Um, now I'm working with someone who wants to get into human resource and she has no background in that. She has no uh, credentials for that. However, she's willing to go back to school and learn. But we will start about uh, getting a position, getting her foot in the door in a human resource department. There are several positions, different titles that she could start at an entry level if she's looking into it. So that will be fantastic. I'll be right back. One of the sponsors are going to now play and I'm looking forward to your questions still. Uh, on Facebook, Let's Talk Careers with Sarah. However, if you are listening to it uh, in a podcast, not on the radio, then your answers will be answered next week. And I will be able to let you know on Facebook uh, when to expect your answers. And that will be basically on the radio when I'm live. And if you miss it, then it's going to be on my next episode. Hey, did you know you could get paid to travel the world and teach English? I'm Tamara with Let's TEFL, and I'm here to introduce you to the world of teaching English overseas. Native English speakers are in high demand all over the world. Think Thailand, China, Italy, Spain, and schools will pay around $2,000 to $3,000 per month for qualified teachers. It's a great way to see the world and get paid at the same time. With our online course, you can become a certified English language teacher and work all over the world. You don't need any previous teaching experience. You can study at your own pace and gain your qualification within a few weeks. We'll provide extra training to help you pass job interviews. And we'll even help you find an exciting job overseas. So what are you waiting for? Click the link below and get started today. So we will continue with the questions. Uh, here is a question from one candidate, anonymous. He doesn't want to have his name out. Um, I recently graduated with a master's degree in digital marketing. I am a digital content producer. I wish to find a job where I am able to produce conduct through video production as well as utilize my SEO skills and other marketing tactics to promote the product or service. Um, digital marketing is a hot right now and it's basically wherever you go you will be wanted because this is something that not everybody knows and especially you have the skills you have the skills you have the credentials you have the qualifications you know your SEO skills that's number one that everybody's looking for and to be honest you can be even as an independent contractor independent contractor who can really help a lot of business owners out there so for stability you probably want and you probably want benefits so i understand you can work from home and still 
be on W2. So I would just say that um, I will need to basically evaluate you and we will have to come up with at least 25 companies that you want to work for and we'll be able to contact you and I the decision makers in those companies and that way you should be expecting a lot of interviews and I'll be able to help you with salary negotiation because you don't want to get too low, too low and you don't want to ask too high that will prevent you from the next from the next move so uh, stay in touch with me on uh, Facebook let's talk careers with Sarah uh, message me and I will message you my phone number my information and that way we can contact and work on this together so hopefully I want to hear good news for those who are interested I am having a career readiness workshop on August 20 at 7 30 p.m. Eastern time it's going to be in Manhattan 18 Bleecker Street and if you are not able to attend live to see me in person then I will have you in my group uh, it's gonna be a paid members only group and you will be able to watch a live stream and there will be a replay as well if you missed it and you will have all your questions answered and you will learn so much about your resume about your LinkedIn about some some job strategies uh what mistakes other people are doing and how you can avoid them and learn from their mistakes and what interviewing skills and networking skills and how to use your uh, linkedin into your advantage and exactly about your portfolio i'm i said it several times about portfolio and i want you to have it everyone should have it and it's not a one page thing it's about 10 pages so i want to discuss about it in my workshop so if you are interested it is on uh, bit.ly forward slash career readiness workshop so i'm looking forward to hear from you and have your questions ready so i can answer them now tell me how many of you felt this way this candidate tells me a little lost in my current job search left an industry where i have a lot of experience hotel and food and beverage for one that i had very little music i've always been strong employee wherever i've been but i'm back on the job search and the hotel industry means to be telling me not interested open to other fields but have little experience and this is all for knowing exactly how to get a job is basically to find a job you will need to be able to um you will need to be able to uh erase your music industry because you have like you said you have very little experience in music so it wouldn't be irrelevant to have in a hotel industry hotel industry is very competitive and they really filter through for the right candidate because it's involved in union position. So going back to it, I would say it's gonna be very hard unless you have strong relationship with your past employer and they will then they will like you and will want you back. For the um, if you are open to other fields, I would say restaurants. Restaurants always need people. 
whether you have experience or you don't and since you're coming from hotel it should be really putting you as a restaurant manager and restaurant managers are probably gonna be um, the, the next role for you because you have an understanding of customer service you have an understanding of um, I, I'm assuming you know how to the, the wine names how to pair foods you can give suggestions and stuff like that so yeah I would say a restaurant it will be your next move so here is another person that I actually was in touch with um, I am transitioning my career to HR, preferably recruiting, and I need help on what I can do more and what I need to improve on my resume. And this candidate is basically asking the questions around not just me, but other, other coaches as well. And it turned out to be that um, that person is probably looking something for free because um, in order for you, another candidate who is supervising motor vehicle representative and is working actually for the DMV in New York State and she wants to get out of that field and she's looking to utilize her skills in another industry. I would say for leadership skills like supervising, it's probably something to consider. I would not go back and start anything from scratch, nothing from entry level. You probably have a lot of skills, a lot of knowledge, and you have a credentials, and it's all basically knowing how to transition those skills. However, I would like to learn more about your needs, exactly what motivates you to change. Is it the toxic environment? Is it the money? Is it the benefits? Is it um, the flexibility is lacking? Is it far from your home? I need to know more information in order for me to help you navigate your career path. So you can reach out to me on Facebook, Let's Talk Careers with Sarah, and we will be in contact together. Another candidate, um, I would like to make myself more marketable to other intellectual patent firms as I move up the career ladder. And she is now right now senior patent paralegal. And this is something that I would say um, it's probably something fun to do and fun to work at. Uh, but um, all of this is not is out of my reach I have not familiar with that field so I'm not gonna be able to lie and tell you something that I'm not sure of so I would say to uh, navigate your question to a different coach who specializes who specializes in uh, legal patent and that way you will have your answer so this is really a funny one. I need to crack the bots that are rejecting my resume before being read by a person. Unfortunately, Adam, this is life. The reason they're being created, it was because it's so much easier for a human not to read so many resumes that are irrelevant. Remember, even if it's a human, they only will read it six seconds. 
and it, it's something doesn't attract them doesn't matter how you put it it's gonna go to the garbage so before it was the same way whether it was a human or a bot uh, the results were the same so a bot you need to know how to work with a bot because a bot is actually programmed certain keywords and only recruiters know it only coaches know it and resume writers know it but you have to make your decisions on hiring the proper ones is by having a thorough consultation in order for you to choose the right person so as a career coach and a resume writer i can navigate you and tell you exactly what your resume is currently lacking if i have it in my hands and i'll be able to help you how to revise it you have a choice to, to do it on your own or you can have me do it for you so you can reach out to me on facebook let's talk careers with sarah and we'll talk for now we'll take a short break listen to the sponsored ads more questions left for the day um, this candidate is an administrative assistant and she is looking to transition her career to HR preferably recruiting and she needs help on what she can do more and what she needs to improve on her resume this is something that only coaches can help with because um, as a recruiter like I said before when I had my interview before becoming a coach and I said to the recruiter I'm looking to get a job eventually in your possession and that opened the communication that really showed how she can help if somebody tells me Sarah I'm looking to be a coach can you help me with that I would say why not or somebody would say I'm looking to um, to do more for what I have for what I've got why not let's help let's help you with that you know you probably have a lot of skills let's help you with that but you need to determine exactly if you have the will if you have the determination if you have the dedication to transition to a role that you think you're going to be happy i need to know what what, what motivates you to get into recruiting to get into hr i need to know exactly um how your resume looks like I'll go over it if anything but um, certain things need to be addressed and need to be highlighted and some things need to be erased 
I have candidates who post about 20 jobs. I'm like, why would you do that? 20 positions, nobody cares. Just do something that was 10, uh, up to 10 years ago, nothing else. Everything else could be discussed in the interview and could be uh, elaborated more at the interview. No need to say it several times, you know, in a resume. It's redundant and it's also too much, too much for them. They wouldn't care what happened in 89 in 1989 they wouldn't care exactly what you were doing anyway next question i want to present myself as a competitive candidate but i am lacking information about the marketplace of other candidates like me does my resume look to college what are the what are employers looking for out of candidates like me liberal arts degree two years consulting experience seeking tips on how to leverage my experience into new roles so this is basically career coaching advice um, first we'll start with a the resume then with the assessment i need to know exactly what is it that you you drive yourself to you have liberal liberal arts degree unfortunately it means nothing to me to any employer to anybody but to have a bachelor's degree is important it's something that, that makes you credible. Have two years of consulting experience. I need to know in what types of consulting experience. Uh, based on the portfolio that I see on LinkedIn, you have senior analyst position at Mercer. And this is basically um, something that I would say, if this is updated, updated profile, if not, then it has to change. Um, first, it would be, what is it that you like to do? What is it that you want to do? What is it that you see yourself doing? Um, we'll go over some assessment with skills. What are you good at? What do you need to work on? What positions you want to work at? For example, I need to know three to five positions you want to work. Uh, 25 companies you want to work for. Then we're going to have to reach out to decision makers in those companies. It's a process, but it's, it's going to be worth it. Once you identify the roles you want to work at, your qualifications, your experience, and then you will be able to navigate yourself for future. This is the only way to do it. Once you get a job, that's it. You're happy. Nothing to worry about. Here is another um, question, and I think it's going to be the last one for today. Um, it says here from a candidate perspective, I would like to explore management opportunities in the emerging cannabis industry. Not sure where to start and how my skills can translate. First, I will need to assess your skills to find out more about your leadership skills, about other skills that the industry is required. And then we'll have to transfer those skills into um, the cannabis industry because I need to know also what is exactly you're doing right now based on the LinkedIn profile that I read is your frictionless digital billing and payment solutions has nothing to do with leadership and then you have client services okay I would say emerging technology entrepreneurship all of this has to be changed because um, to have a senior vice president level like you said like you said you want to um, it's going to be a little bit hard if you do not present yourself as a senior vice president. And this is only way to do it by having you 
evaluate yourself, know exactly where you're going to, looking at what qualifications are required in order for you to qualify for the position, and most of all, how to talk at the interview, what to say, what not to say. I say to all my candidates, I want you to control the interview, not them. And I'm not saying by being a little bit more aggressive or rude or I don't want you to even uh, ask questions sheepishly and very quiet and not confident in yourself it's not what I'm talking about I can give you advice and you can apply it but if it's not applied correctly then you are probably wasting time yourself and the interviewers um, I do interview coaching by role playing for example, I am the recruiter and you are the candidate. I'm asking you questions and you're answering them. And then you are the recruiter, I am the candidate, and then I you ask me questions and I answer them. And then we are basically role-playing for a whole hour. Interview would usually last 15 minutes, no, no more than that. So in some cases it's more because they are not really uh, sure of the decision they will have one manager another manager another ma manager interview you so it's going to be a little bit like hard to know but but okay for the interviewing coaching this is what we do we ask questions several ways and I will give you a scenario that's what sometimes they do they give you scenarios to to see your em uh, emotional intelligence to know exactly how you're going to solve a problem for example i had a candidate who was telling me uh they asked me a question about um let's say there there's a customer that is really going balonies and is really angry and um how how, how you handle that and he has never been a manager and he's applying for a management position but he doesn't know and the worst thing the worst thing that they want to hear is it's not my job nobody wants to hear that no such thing as it's not my job it's not my job description it's not what i do i'll have somebody else to deal with it nobody wants to hear that especially in new york Nobody wants to hear that. In New York, you're wearing 10 different hats. Doesn't matter what your title is. 10 different hats. So you should come up with a solution. If you're saying in the resume you're a problem solver, they're gonna test you on that. If you're saying you have interpersonal skills, they're gonna test you on that. You have communication skills, they're going to test you on that. I remember when I had an interview when I was uh, 20, I had an interview when they said to me, uh, that was the longest, I had like one hour interview for that. And they would tell me, let's say a customer ordered, a customer ordered something, right? And I am in the shipping department. Now, the order was supposed to come today. And the customer is calling you and asking you, the, call, the order didn't come and I need it. This is somebody from Hollywood, a uh, filmmaker. And he needed that kind of like, I guess, uh, let's say a video, camera, a camera. And uh, the order did not 
shipped to him on time. Now, he is in Florida, you are in New York. You are saying, okay, let me go check the order and see why, what's the delay. And you realized you forgot to press the confirmation button and the order was never even shipped. For them to ship it, it's gonna take a while, maybe like three days, maybe, yeah, three days for express. But the person needs it today. He ordered it last week and he needs it today. And what happened was the order wasn't shipped. Now, they were testing my writing skills. How am I gonna respond to that email to that customer? What am I going to say? And I learned that you never ever ever admit your mistake you never say this is my mistake i'm so sorry because the customer is going to get even frustrated and he's going to rate you number one and he's not gonna like one stars and he's not going to be very happy you want to avoid that and you can be sued you can be sued for that stupid mistake but but nobody's going to tell you that only a coach like me can tell you what the answer is. And the answer to that is, is saying, I am going to follow up with my manager and find out what's the delay. You go to the manager, you explain the situation, and then the manager is gonna work out from there. That it's up to the manager to say, listen, we're gonna have it shipped directly to you. Whatever the, whatever the solution is, you do not admit your mistake. It's gonna cause a um, lawsuit, so you don't want that. And those who are like me, 20 years old, they don't know, right? And they are going to answer it by saying, I'm so sorry, I forgot to send the confirmation bottom and I, it never was shipped. And this is the wrong answer. That will be a wrong answer. So I guess that's why I didn't get a job. But now you know, and I know, that what to say it's not to admit your mistake but to say i'm going to follow up with the shipping department and i will get back to you and then you go to your manager well, i'm going to follow up with my manager and i'll get back to you what's the delay and then your manager is going to take care of it so i'm i'm glad that we sorted all this out and i'm looking forward for your questions so i can answer them next week Stop by my show, Let's Talk Careers with Sarah, Wednesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, where I will discuss about your dream job, career coaching, answering your questions regarding careers exclusively on TuneIn Satellite and the Armed Radio Global Networks. Here is another candidate who is uh, asking a question for career coaching. Um, she is looking for a new job, improving leadership skills, and interested in improving networking skills, and help prepare for a better presence via resume. Now, she's a videographer, freelancer, and looking to get back to the workforce. 
Now, here's what she says. I've been searching for a job in the media industry for about a year now. The last three months, I have small childcare jobs. However, I want to put my degree to use and continue creating through videography and interviewing. I'm not sure if my resume is portraying my fullest potential, but I am ready to embark on this journey in media and broadcasting. So... For this particular candidate, what I will do is basically have a discovery call, again, discuss about skill sets, about knowledge, and about experience. So if she has no experience in a formal world, but she does have experience in a freelance world, and that way we can transition those skills in a resume, explaining exactly what she did and what she's looking for, and then portraying that at the interview. And it will depend on the way she communicates with the interviewee, with the interviewer. She will know exactly what to say with my strategies, and she will be able to network with the right people. And the way to do it is not by submitting a resume. It's not going to work like that. Networking people, you have to connect with the right people. Connect with people with power. Connect with people that will value your skills and actually interested to talk to you. And the thing is, once they do contact you via LinkedIn and you set up an appointment, they may not confirm with you. So that will be something challenging in order for you to understand exactly how to confirm that interview and not have the the person to just ghost out on you and never hear back from him or her. So basically all of that is just takes time and the right person to coach you to help you with this. And if you don't have this particular energy and the person that you are looking for it's not gonna work out by doing it yourself and so I have another candidate who is looking for a internship position internship position or in the uh, or just a summer job and this particular moment uh, coaching sessions are not going to be useful because coaching is for a long term not for a short term it's something that you want to do it forever to stay in the job that you like that you admire and not have something you know that will be that will be basically standing on your way so there is another candidate says, I, uh, I have recently migrated to the USA looking for someone to assist me in finding a job. So migrating to US, it's not a big deal. Like I said before, if you have a heavy accent, and I'm assuming you do because you have, you're not a native speaker, um, you probably need some coaching in accent reduction. And even though your resume can be really made up for $800 or even $150, it doesn't matter if you don't have the communication skills and if you are not clear when you talk, then it's not going to get you the results that you want. Remember, a resume, the job of a resume is just to lend you a job, I mean an interview. 
and then the interview is up to you to land the job it's up to you to communicate exactly what you want the interviewer to hear and the only way to do it is by having an expert like me who can help you with that at my workshop on august 20 you will be able to have those tools i will give you some question and answers possible question and answers for the interview and also when they ask you every interviewer is going to ask you do you have any questions if you say no it's a red flag it's a red flag if you say yes i do and i will give you a list of questions too that you can choose and ask because it's really important for them to see that you care that you do have the mindset that they are looking for somebody attentive somebody is paying attention somebody who's curious adventurous and not somebody who's laid back not interested very lazy and just being a follower not a leader this is something that i would say now i have another candidate says my goal is to help me get a job in an entry level with no experience i am 30 years old and recently graduated and is not and finding a job is difficult so a person with no experience that is 30 years old could be that um, the candidate is probably in the uh, in school for a long term maybe for md or for phd for whatever reason that is uh, experience for an entry level for that could be very easy it all depends about the skills with about the job that they want to apply for uh, certain jobs don't require so much experience or so much um, skills basic job like administrative assistant like a secretary those who know how to answer phone calls or how to use the, the printer the copy machine basic jobs that pay low like very low are going to be for everyone now assuming that you are in a position that you're fed up with being at the uh, corporate world and you fed up for being told what to do fed up for being at work at 8 a.m. in the morning or 7 a.m. in the morning whatever the time is you fed up and working long hours and you are considering to be a freelancer or I call it independent contractor that is a possibility that you can do and it only starts with discovery call in the discovery call I will be able to guide you through and explain exactly what it entails what skills it entails and how much time it's going to consume of you in order to get the results with this type of uh, freelance it's a lot more work you're thinking like an entrepreneur you are going to need to know exactly how to market yourself how to sell how to attract clients ideal clients who have the, the money to pay the price that you want and then um, to find out about the price strat strategies how exactly you're going to price your service what service you will provide who are you going to attract what type of clientele when i say ideal clients you have to be niche specific this is another topic 
it's another uh, episode that I will be discussing sometime in the future if I have uh, listeners contact me and let me know that they are interested to hear more about the freelance job then um, I will do it you can reach out to me on Facebook let's talk careers with Sarah and message me on messenger or you can email me let's talk careers with Sarah that you are int- at gmail.com and you are interested to listen about freelance how to get started and uh, what's the steps needed I will dedicate a whole hour explaining this um, only if I have enough listeners who are interested that they are going to message me and ask me I will do that now the next thing is if you are looking to promote yourself promoting yourself is a lot of opportunities are out there but you have to know how to promote yourself there are some managers do not promote people because they don't want to give a raise or they don't want to give you more or they don't see you, the potential that you have. But if you do feel you are eligible, you're qualified to be um, in a certain position and for some reason you are not getting promoted, then it's time to think, to talk to me and I will be able to help you, to coach you exactly what to say to your boss and word for word, what to email and how to say it in order for them to see that you are the right candidate. And if that works, I would love to hear exactly what the boss responded and then we can celebrate together for, getting, for reaching that milestone that you were really dreaming about for a long time. And if it's not going to affect your boss and it's not going to really produce results, then I will help you to reach out to different positions in different companies and get exactly the position you want and the salary that you want. So this is basically going to be something that we can think of and we can book together a discovery call and talk about all of this in details based on your current situation and exactly what you are seeing yourself within five to ten years. I will be also, as I said before, I will have a career coaching, career readiness workshop. And if you are in Manhattan on August 20, if you are in New York on August 20, you will be able to see me live instead of just listening to me you will be able to see me in person and i will answer all your questions i will really help you with all your career journeys i will provide you resources that you need everything will be ready at that workshop and if you are not able to see me in person uh, let me know which country you're at and maybe one day i will be able to create a workshop in your area and but in the meantime if you are not in new york you can still sign up and get tickets to watch live stream on facebook paid members only and you will get all this information once you're registered so you can go to bit.ly forward slash career readiness workshop and you will hear all about you will read all about what is going to be in that workshop And I'm so excited. I can't wait to see you and really monitor your progress, monitor your success. And 
I get inspired myself for hearing success stories on how candidates are really getting there and reaching out by reaching out to the right people and getting this. I truly believe that you deserve the investment. You deserve to get where you want to be. You deserve to hear when everybody else will say you are overqualified. That's something good because you got there through through help. You know, you did not do it yourself. It was very hard for you. In a way, you did the most of the work because you have implemented the strategies and you have done the the what was asked for you to do. If you like this episode, please follow and share with others. Join my group on Facebook called Let's Talk Careers Inner Circle. If you would like to be featured on my show, let me know in the group. Uh, And I have an event coming up, Career Readiness Workshop. It's on August 20 at 7.30 p.m. You will learn about job strategies, interview skills, and this will be your opportunity to network with others. More details, more details on bit.ly forward slash career readiness workshop.